Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite Golf Packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. I'm your host, Coach Giambola, and we are on Drive 96.9-94.9, the Highway Radio Station. So, Las Vegas Raiders have to get down to 53 men from right now 80. And the game against San Francisco, the last exhibition game, John Gruden left approximately 30 guys back in Vegas. They didn't come. So those 30, you can bet that are, they are on the roster. So that means he's got 23 guys to decide on who's going to play and have, um, have a little bit of some information here. Um, this is from Tasha Reed, Tosh, Tosh Hand Reed and Vic Taper uh, in The Athletic, kind of giving us a little bit about what's going on. And the biggest one, I think, is the quarterback situation. You've got Derek Carr, Marcus Mariotto, and Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman played the whole game. And Marcus Mariotto was there. Carr wasn't. Um, now, are they going to keep Nathan Peterman? Are they going to keep three quarterbacks? Will they put him on a taxi squad? Will they use Nathan Peterman for trade? See if they can get something out of that. Will they keep Nathan Peterman and trade Marcus Mariota? A lot of questions going on. Uh, Marietta's been injured a lot. It uh, doesn't seem to be anything serious. It's just uh, injuries that time will take care of itself. But you've got the three quarterbacks there. Running backs, you've got Josh Jacob, Kenan Drake, and Jalen Richard. Fullback, Alec Ingold, which is no surprise. But they also have Garrett Goscheck, um available. But... Looks like Alec Engel will be the fullback. Wide receivers, you're going to have six. Henry Ruggs III, Brian Edwards, Hunter Renfro, John Brown, Zay Jones, and Willie Sneed the fourth as your receivers. Uh, your tight end, of course, Darren Waller, Foster Moreau, Derek Carter. Offensive line, this has been their problem, one of their problems in the past. Colton Miller, Richie Incognito, Andre James, John Simpson, Alex Leatherwood, who they're raving about, their rookie draft pick, 
uh, Danzel Good, Nick Barton, and Brandon Parker. So they've offensive line, they've got eight, which gives you the ability to rotate guys in and out, uh, which is good. Uh, defensive line, potentially 10 defensive linemen. Um, as Gus Bradley said, he likes to keep them fresh, and even John Gruden has said this, he wants to keep them fresh. Nick Nagoe, Quentin Jefferson, Jonathan Hath Hankins, Max Crosby, Solomon Thomas, Celine Farrell, Darius Fillon, Carl Nassab, Malcolm Kuntz, and Gerald McCoy. Um, McCoy played a lot in the exhibition game, so it's going to be interesting to see there. Linebackers, where they're really, really thin at. Um, Corey Littleton, Nick Kwiatkowski, Nicholas Marl, Divine Debo, who they just uh, activated, Tanner Muse, and Denzel Perryman. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there because right now that's one of their weak spots. They're secondary, they're looking at 10 potential secondary players. Trayvon Mullins, Trayvon Mooring, Jonathan Abram, Casey Haywood, Damon Arnett, Carl Joseph, Stud, Nate Hobbs, Amik Robertson, Tyree Gillespie, and Isaiah Johnson. So it gives you 10 in the secondary. Their kicking game will be Daniel Carlson, A.J.A. Cole, and potentially Trent Sieg. It's going to be interesting to see there. That gets you down to that 53-man roster. So are all these people going to – are they going to keep three quarterbacks, number one? Who are they going to put on their taxi squad? Um, difficult decisions for John Gruden, and he talks a little bit about this after their loss to the San Francisco 49ers where they did not look good at all, especially in the first half. So here's John Gruden with his post-game comments about the game and also talking about how he's really – this is a hard decision for him because he gets attached to a lot of these players. So this is John Gruden, courtesy of the Raiders Network. For us to evaluate, um, painful to lose, especially the way we did, but um, we're anxious to make sure we keep the right 53 guys. I'll answer any questions that I can. Well, we have issues with the trainer first. We have to see who's healthy, and um, you know, there's going to be special teams considerations. We got a lot of things to consider, so I'm not going to say too much today. But there were some guys that uh, got a great opportunity for three straight weeks uh, to showcase where they are, what they're capable of doing, and uh, we'll do what we think is right for our team. Yeah. I think so. I, you know, I think he, he really has stepped up. And I give Ron Miles, our new secondary coach, a lot of credit. You know, we've seen a young player, Hobbs, step up. We've seen Amik Robertson step up. And um, it'll be interesting to look at the film and see which defensive backs are going to be with us this season. But certainly he stepped up and had a good day today. Well, obviously, we have a lot of injuries at linebacker. We lost another one early in the first series. 
and, um, and we want to make sure we evaluate our team. And uh, that's what we've done. We've pretty much done the same thing for three straight years. So this is four straight years. This should be no surprise. Um, we know where Jacobs is. We know who our starting five linemen are. Who's the sixth man? Who's the seventh man? Who's the eighth man? We may not have that. We'll find out. But um, valuation is critical. The only way you can evaluate guys is in live situations. And uh, we needed this three preseason games to see where our second-year players are, where some of our new players are, and where our rookies are. It's good. We've had a good off season. You know, I don't know you, if you were with us in Los Angeles when we scrimmaged the Rams. Our starters had two good days down there. Um, it's going to be a unique challenge for every every team in the league this year. There's going to be some idle time before the opener, and um, the first things first. You know, we got to cut the roster down to 53, and uh, that'll be the process that we'll really negotiate our, our future here and how we handle next week. Yes. Yeah, and I got to look at the tape, and I asked, you know, Gerald during during the game, after the game, how he was doing. It was just great to see him out there. He had a tough injury, did not play last year. We've been smart with him, and I thought this was a really good uh, step in the in the right direction for him, and um, really positive uh, results, I think. First time we've seen him play, you know, it'd be hard for me to say until I really look at it. Just uh, excited to see him cover a kick, protect the punter, play linebacker uh, against a good football team. And they came out here alternating quarterbacks, running uh, zone reads, and, and we didn't cart up a lot of those plays. I give the 49ers credit. They they got us on a couple of those looks. But uh, Isaiah Johnson played his first game. Our coaches got to see Carl Joseph for the first time, Gerald McCoy for the first time. Nate Peterman took every snap for us in the preseason. And we looked uh, really hard at some young offensive linemen. And who is our fourth back right now? Um, so we have a lot of things we got to digest and, and consider. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to. I would, I would like to. But uh, he wasn't cleared uh, to go. He was available on an emergency basis only. We think he is getting better. And hopefully we'll <laughs> we were talking about it on a sideline. You know, we were definitely talking about that on the sideline. We'll have our hands uh, full, certainly, with Lamar and the Ravens. And, um, again, we'll deal with that when we have to deal with it. But right now, uh, just, again, I'm very proud of our guys. They worked hard. You know, a lot of these guys put forth tremendous effort, and that's all you can ask for. And we're going to try to keep the best 53 guys. You know, I didn't know. I, I, I saw him run a lot of zone reads today. Uh, I know he can do that. He did that in college. So uh, I, I didn't really have a chance to, to see him. I watched him carefully in pregame. He's a great-looking kid. And I met him in the offseason process. He's, he's got a huge upside, and they've got two good young quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, we want to see him. We want to see him. He returned kickoffs and punts and um, played X, played Z. Uh, DJ Turner got hurt. I think he even snuck in there as a slot receiver. So it was a tough, uh, tough outing for us. But um, I think on the stat sheet, he showed up. Yeah, no, they, uh, we have to play somebody, you know. Uh, both those guys have been nicked up throughout camp. We just haven't had a chance to see them much. So we want to see them today. Um, last call. 
you know, so we want to see those guys run around a little bit so we can get some type of uh, evaluation. Well, you know, other teams did the same thing. You know, I mean, I think we could all have a, uh, I think you're damned if you do and damned if you don't in a lot of ways. You know, you, you lose two or three of your starters in this game, you know, the questions will be different. But um, we like what we've done with their off-season program and our training camp. And um, we took the approach to evaluate the guys we didn't know much about. And um, a lot of these guys had college seasons that were interrupted last year. Uh, the, the evaluation was incomplete. You don't tackle in pads. You don't do a lot in pads like you used to. So this was the most uh, important call for us. So we try to make the right decisions when we cut down the, the roster on Tuesday. All right. Thank you, guys. Bob, quick, the neighbors. There they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back, and you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford 99 bucks, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And our Las Vegas Aces played the Indiana Fever on the last game of their three-game road trip and came away with a 87-71 victory. And Jackie Young with 13 points. Asia Wilson, 11 points. Liz Cambage, 12 points. Nico Williams, 15 points. Chelsea Gray, 13. That's your starting five. Kelsey Plum coming off the bench with 14 points. Um, so they shot 48%, 48.4% from the floor. Indiana shot 40.3. They shot 58.3 from three-point range, which is really great. Um and we had Kelsey, Kelsey Plum was two for five. Chelsea Gray was three for four. Uh, Renika Williams, two for three. So that was a, that was a really good deal there. Um, rebounds, 38 to 31. So they solidified their position as first place in their WNBA Western Division standing. Um, so the Aces are 19 and seven. Seattle was 18 and nine. They've had a couple losses lately. So the Aces will come back home, and they won't play until Thursday, where they will then play the Chicago Sky in a game at the Michelob Ultra Arena. So it's going to be interesting to see how Bill Lambert gets them ready for these last couple games that they have at home. And they're vying for the top two spots in 
the uh, WA standing. So here is Bill Lambeer post-game comments after the Indiana game, courtesy of the Las Vegas Aces. So, Bill, why don't we just get started with the uh, opening statement both on the Indiana game and maybe the two wins and one loss on the road trip. Uh, today's game, uh, you know, a, a trap game where, you know, you last game of road trip, you're not sure they're not they're not a very good record, but they're playing better as of late. So I thought we came with starters, took care of business. First half was a good clinic for us. We did very well. Uh, rebound the basketball, took care of the basketball, shot a good percentage. Uh, and got some solid defensive effort. And that's been our focus, our focus going forward, hopefully, is our defensive effort as we're on the stretch drive. Uh, what was there a part you want me to talk about? Just a two uh, out of three. Yeah, you know, if you tell me I'll be two and one on this road trip, I go, yeah, I want to be three and oh, but I'll take two and one. I get it. It's the uh, last part of the season, and any road wins are, are positive. Now comes a big stretch. You got Chicago in the next, in the next three of the next four games, plus Minnesota sprinkled in. So, these are this is the time when we have to really start locking in and focusing. TC, if you're there, want to go ahead? Yeah. Hey, Bill, we know Jackie had a big game today and play in front of a lot of friends and family and that sort of thing. When you have situations like that, do you, uh, um, do you kind of make a conscious effort, uh, especially the way the scheme unfolds, to make sure that uh, a player like that uh, gets plenty of time on, on the floor and – yeah, I know she played 37 minutes today. <laughs> well, because we're short-handed. Uh, right. She's a 30-minute game player anyways. Uh, right. I think that, you know, she was focused. She probably had more fans in the stands than the entire Indiana team. <laughs> um, a nice big contingent right behind her bench. Uh, she got off to a good start and played an outstanding game on both ends of the ball. Uh, you know, she's like a, a cult hero in her little town here outside of Indianapolis. So, you know, it was good for her and her, her fans to have a great day today. Talk about the guard play today uh, with uh, Raquana and uh, and Plum. Well, and I think our guards last game didn't play very well. They shot three for 24, uh, but today they had a more focus. I think they all came today with a, a different mindset of, you know, we're going to go out and compete very hard from start to finish, and it was very beneficial for us. Final thing, um, as you, are you find yourself starting to do a little bit more scoreboard watching or watching some of these other teams now, you know, Seattle lost uh, again last night, and then you got Chicago, like you said, the first of three coming up. Well, I don't really want scoreboard watch. We just worry about ourselves. Uh, whatever happens on the outside, we can't control. Uh, we do know what the destiny is. We, that's obvious. You know, we went out. We're at, uh, uh, one of the top two seeds. That's been our goal all along. Uh, but we still have to take care of business. There's a long way to go in the season. Um, a lot of good teams right there. Minnesota's playing great. And so they're right in our heels. They got the tiebreaker against us. So... It's imperative that we come up every, every game and win every game. All right. Thanks. Bill, you were able to rest players today, and then you've got five, six days before we take on Chicago. I uh, haven't played Chicago yet. What have you seen from Chicago in uh, the games that you have had a chance to see, and how important are these? Is it the rest leading up to Chicago, and what are you going to do with it? Well, the rest, you know, being players, you know, 20 minutes or plus or whatever is positive for us. Uh, we're past the point now where individual stats mean anything. It's about winning games and then cranking out wins and coming together as a team. And that's going to be our focus in the last how many ever days of the season we have left over. We know we got seven games. We win six of the seven games. We're in a top seed. So we know our task in front of us. It's a matter of, you know, and I know it's always a cliche, but we're going to be taking this one game at a time. 
Chicago, we know that they're, you know, an up and down team all season long. They seem to change their lineup and seem to try to find their way. We'll know more tomorrow after they play Seattle again. And then they play Phoenix on Tuesday. So we get two good looks at them before we play them. All right, Bill, we will let you go and be back with Jackie Young and Raquana Williams. Bob, quick, the neighbors, there they go again. Every weekend, and they're gone for the night. Where do you think they go? Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? Go ask them when they get back. They're back. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we can afford $99. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola. And we can be found on the Internet by a couple of different links. You can go to SoundCloud uh, or Anchor. You can go to my Facebook page, Jim Bola. You can go to my Twitter account, Coach Bola 52 Someone's impersonating me, Jim Bola 52 on Twitter. So um, don't pay attention to that one. It's Coach Bola 52 on Twitter. And uh, you can go to highwayradio.com's uh, main page, scroll down to the bottom right, click on the Coach's Corner logo, and you will be able to access all of our shows. And we are in our new time slot, 2 p.m. Um, on the Highway Radio Network. So the Las Vegas A's, or not the Las, I'm already ahead of myself, the Oakland A's, soon to be Las Vegas A's, hopefully. The A's express frustration and latest setback for ballpark in Oakland. This is from Mick Akers. Um, the Oakland A's pushed to land a Bay Area ballpark at the Howard Terminal at another stag, snag Friday after the Alameda County Administrator expressed hesitancy to opt into a proposed tax district to fund it. So whenever they do these things, a lot of times they do a special tax dis- district um, for the area around the, the stadium, not the stadium itself, but for any shops and things of that nature, uh, they do a special tax district there. So the A's president, Dave Caval, who has been many times to Vegas, um, said that's a big problem. We need to see real material progress. I think the league, Major League Baseball, feels the same way. Things have been very positive in Vegas, especially with our trip last week and and the momentum we have. So they are kind of using the... Raiders blue, 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 blueprint sorry, um, as kind of a guide for when the Raiders came here, how they're going to get it done here. Um, the A's have made five trips to Southern Nevada to explore possible relocation. They are planning another trip in a couple of weeks, Cabal said. Man, they're just really putting the pressure on Oakland. Uh, as, of, as late as Friday, Cabal had expressed the, the team's dismay that the city voted on its own proposal and not one of the A's presented to the city. The A's proposal didn't include the requirement to have the county on board with the tax district, as the city does, Cabal said. So, going to be interesting. Uh, a letter sent Friday to Oakland City Administrator Edward Reshkin of the Alameda, Alameda County 
by the Alameda County Administrator Susan Moransky. Concern was raised regarding how the A's responded to the city's counterproposal for the proposed $12 billion Howard Terminal Ballpark Development. Uh, Moransky sent a similar letter to the city, noting the county concerns with perceived issues between them and the A's following the July 20th meeting, which the city council approved its own proposal. Um, based on Koval's consistent statement of disappointment that the city does not vote on the A's proposal, it is apparent that the chasm between the A's proposal and the city's counterproposal is not limited to whether the county will join the city proposal, infrastructure financing district, uh, the, the letter read. It appears that the hurdles in the city's counterproposal includes economic impact of proposed community benefits obligations, affording housing obligations, as well as contingencies shift that shift economic costs to the county. It remains unclear that the A's will complete the deal with Oakland, even if the county agrees to join the infrastructure financing district. So, going to be really interesting to see what happens. The A's, again, as Caval has said, will be coming back to Vegas looking at other sites, talking to the, pol the politicians here, and uh, getting everybody on board. The big question is going to be, are they going to try to do some kind of tax? Um, a lot of people said that once the stadium was built for the Raiders, they are not going to do another proposal where they will do room tax to pay for buildings uh, around. And then all of a sudden, you know, Foley goes out to Henderson, and they build a facility out there, and the people of Henderson are the ones paying the freight on that situation. So um, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. We will keep you abreast of this. This is Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. We'll be back right after this short break. Coach's Corner continues. Welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we have Christian Adderson of the Casablanca Hotel and Resort. And Christian, you've got this great event coming up uh, September 10th through the 12th. The fourth annual Casablanca Rib Fest. So tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. We we have three of the uh, top barbecue vendors in the country coming to the Casablanca Resort uh September 10th through 12th and you know the, these three vendors they've been they've been going at it for a long time and have finished really well in all the major competitions. They have over 300 awards between the three of them um competing in, in barbecue competitions across the country and you can come out to the Casablanca Resort and get some great ribs and some great barbecue and and try their food. Yeah, so the Rip Fest is free to the public. Uh, food and beverages, you, you will purchase them. But you've got some of the best, as you said, some of the best barbecue people. You have some of the, some of the vendors are Austin, Texas Lightning, Chicago uh, Barbecue Company, and the Texas Outlaw Barbecue. Um, and those three alone have more than 250 first-place awards in their 25 years. Um, and then you've got a special guest. Who's your special guest for this? Yeah, we're we're real excited about this. We we have the the number one competitive eater in the in the <laughs> whole world, uh, Joey Chestnut, coming out uh, to the Casablanca Rib Fest on Saturday, September 11th, and he's going to be here all day. He's going to be doing some great stuff. He's going to be judging some eating competitions that we have uh, during the event. 
He's going to be uh, doing an autograph session. So if you're a Joey Chestnut fan, you got to come out. You can get to meet him and get an autograph um, right there at the event on September 11th. He may, like, yeah, eat all the food of one of these vendors. He may go to one of the vendors' places and just, like, destroy their, their supply. Absolutely. This guy is no joke. He ate 76 <laughs> hot dogs in 10 minutes at the uh, the Nathan's Famous uh, Hot Dog Eating Contest this July. And he's eaten over nine pounds of pulled pork is his personal record. Oh, um, and uh, it's just an amazing feat. And uh, we think it's a great tie. And I think I think fans of barbecue are going to enjoy his appearance and enjoy his time at the Casablanca Rib Fest. So you're also going to have some fun for uh, for people come up. You'll have some tailgating games, uh, daily eating contests. You'll have the DJ playing. Uh, and then you're going to have some, some friendly competitions. So tell us about the uh, some of the, the, the mesquite competition that you're having. Absolutely. This is, you know, the Casablanca Rib Fest is a, is a great community event. These, these fun contests really uh, dive into that. We're, we're going to have a competition, a watermelon eating contest competition between the three principals in mesquite from the high school, the middle school, <laughs> and the elementary school. And Joey Chestnut's going to be the official judge for this competition. And the winning schools, uh, Mesquite Gaming and the Casablanca Resort, are going to donate $500 towards their school. And then one the, the this competition has been going on for all four years of of the event. The Mesquite Police Department's going to take on the Mesquite Fire Department again in a in a five person watermelon eating contest. Joey Chestnut will be our official judge for this competition. And Casablanca and Mesquite Gaming are going to be happy to donate a thousand dollars to the charity of choice, the Wayne Department. Uh, so it's a great way for the community to get involved. Uh, like we said, we have the the best judge of eating contest and Joey Chestnut you can have. It's just going to be a lot of fun for the community to come out. And then you also will have, you'll let the attendees will get to choose which barbecue they love the most and vote for the People's Choice Award. Um, and a team with the most votes by Sunday evening will win how much? $2,000 cash. And, you know, this is a, a, another great way to engage the community. You know, our, our, our task with this Casablanca Rib Fest for people to come out and eat and enjoy their time. But this adds an extra fold to it. They get to vote for their favorite barbecue vendor. And uh, whoever has the most votes at the end of, uh, end of the, uh, the, the day on Sunday is going to win an extra $2,000 to them. So it's really important people to come out, try all three vendors, and vote for your favorite. Yeah, so this is the uh, fourth annual 2021 Casablanca Rib Fest, September 10th, 11th, and 12th up at the Casablanca Hotel in Mesquite. So, um, Christian, want to thank you for uh, letting our listeners know about this. And uh, like I said, I'm going to come up. I'm going to come up and check this out. Absolutely, Coach. you got to vote for your favorite barbecue and uh, join the masses as you come to the Casablanca Resort on that great weekend. Christian, thank you very much for uh, informing us of uh, this great event that you have. Thank you. Hi guys, we're here at the Casablanca and we are at the world-class spa and salon. Okay, at least tell us about the amenities that you have. So we have two heated pools and a eucalyptus steam room, a relaxation room, and we even have our own private menu to order lunch. Okay, tell me about the triple shot trio. So that is a scrub, a massage, and a wrap, and it's 100 minutes for $160. So Sign me up! Yeah, let's go get you one. Sounds good. Prices for their massages start at just $45. Plus, they have several spa packages to choose from to make your stay at the Casablanca the perfect retreat. Their popular room and spa packages for just $99 comprise of one night in the deluxe tower room at the Casablanca Resort. And your choice of a 50-minute sweetest massage, a 50-minute European facial, or a 45-minute pumpkin pedicure.
And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. UNLV playing Eastern Washington Thursday, Allegiant Stadium. Supposedly, rumor has it that the bottom section of Allegiant Stadium is sold out for this game. Um, game time is 7 o'clock. Tickets starting at 33 Parking is $100 if you want to park there through UNLV. So, Coach Aurora has still not named, quote-unquote, a starting quarterback. It's looking like it's going to be a tandem deal. Um, so, we're looking at dumb, uh, Doug Brumfield um, along with Justin Rogers is what's kind of been put out there in the depth chart. So it's going to be an interesting game to see. Eastern Washington coming in, they're a supposedly pretty good team. Um, they are favored in this game. Now, let's be honest. Most of the teams playing UNLV this year will be favored uh, for one reason or another. So we'll see what happens in the hopefully the first full season with UNLV uh, because after this they have at Arizona State on the 11th, Iowa State on the at home on the 16th, and Iowa State's going to be really, really good. Fresno State at home, or no, at Fresno State, sorry, on the 24th, at Texas San Antonio on October 2nd, uh, Utah State at home on the 16th of October, San Jose State on the 21st, rival UNR Reno on the 29th, so it will not be the last game of the year. Uh, then they go to at New Mexico on November 6th, November 13th at Hawaii, 19th they, November 19th they have San Diego State at home, and then they finish up the season on the 26th at Air Force. So, again, Coach Marcus Aurora, one of the big things that he's talked about this is cre creating a winning culture at UNLV. Uh, you've got a great running back in Charles Williams. Uh, who came back because he got the extra year of COVID because of the COVID situation. Not that he had COVID, but the NCAA basically said, any players that would like to come back, we will basically not count this year in your clock. So he decided to come back, and hopefully he will have a good season. He's a really good, good kid, good player. Um, they didn't use him enough last year, in my opinion. But, as I said... The throwing rebels, whatever you want to call them, Coach Marcus Rural is always wearing a hat that says running rebels. Um, Eastern Washington, 7 o'clock, Allegiant Stadium. And we'll see how many people will show up for this game. And as I said, the rumor is that the bottom uh, level, and that's about 20,000, uh, is sold for this game. You're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. We'll be back right after this short break. Now, let's get back to Coach's Corner. Here again, your host. And welcome to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we have Christian Adderson of the Casablanca Hotel and Resort in Mesquite, Nevada. And he's here to tell us about the 2021 Super Run Car Show, uh, which will be September 17th, 18th, and 19th. Uh, and this is a partnership with Las Vegas Cruising Association. So, Christian, thanks for coming on the show. And tell everybody about how big an event this is. This is a huge event for you guys. 
Absolutely. Uh, the Mesquite Super Run is, is a great car show event, and we're going to have over 600 cars uh, displayed over a three-day uh, weekend here in Mesquite over September 17th through 19th. So if you're a car fan, you're going to see everything up here, vintage cars, new cars, customs, rat rods. I mean, really, if you're a car fan, you're going to see every type of car uh, up here at the Casablanca Resort over that weekend. And then you've got uh, a lot of money to be awarded, correct? Absolutely. Uh, 15000 in cash and, and drawing prizes uh, for car show participants, and over 260 total awards will be given out. Uh, we have a lot of great cars, and we're going to recognize those great cars that come out and participate in the Mesquite Super Run Car Show. And a lot of those awards are based on the voting of attendees, correct? Absolutely. One of the many great things about the Super Run event is, one, it's free to the public to attend, and also the public can vote for their favorite car, and that goes to the results uh, of the contest. So when you come out to the Casablanca Resort uh, for Super Run, make sure you grab your ballot when you're, while you're walking around and looking at these great cars and vote for your favorite car. Yeah, and some of, some of the events include open header cruises, slow drag competition, roaring engines, bring your earplugs, people, um, burnout competition um so for more information you can go visit superrun.com now this event is this do you also have this spread out throughout the city of mesquite we do yeah the the, the event takes place at the the casablanca resort and then right across the street uh, at the old oasis property we utilize that parking lot and then you'll see cars at our sister property the virgin river hotel and casino and then during that open header cruise, these cars really open it up, and they uh, <laughs> they cruise through town, and and uh, not a bad spot to to look at these great cars when that's going around. And and I think that's the beauty of this event is you not only get to look at these great cars, we get to see what's under the hood and see them in action with the open header cruise, the slow drag, roaring engines, and that burnout competition. So, like I said, car fan, you got to get up here for Super Run September 17th through the 19th. Yeah, and it's open to the public, and it's free. Uh, but if you want rooms, where do they go to get rooms? Absolutely. Go to CasablancaResort.com or VirginRiver.com and uh, book book your hotel as soon as you can. Uh, we will sell out that weekend with over 600 cars and all the great car fans coming up to Mesquite for that weekend. We're definitely going to be sold out that weekend. Yeah, so it's a great event um, that you guys put on. And as you said, over 600 vehicles. Um and as you said, every possible combination of cars from a, a you know, a classic car to rat rods, um, you know, and then the, you know, when they have these burnouts and things, I mean, you got flames coming out of the exhaust. Uh, it, it's a great event, a great event for anybody that's a car buff. Uh, and if you're not a car buff, maybe we can turn you into a car buff by coming up and checking it out. Absolutely. There's nothing better than bringing the whole family up here. It's free to the public. Wander around and see just some beautiful cars, and yeah, once you get that that uh, classic car itch, it's it's hard to get uh, to scratch it. But walking around and getting to see all these cars in action is a great way to uh, enjoy a great weekend up here at the Casablanca Resort. Right, and you and you've got the Casablanca Resort in itself with its uh, unbelievable pool and spa. Uh, you've got the hotel with the uh, uh, the restaurants, and. It's a one-stop shop, basically, if you if you come up there to the Casablanca Hotel up in Mesquite. So, Christian, I want to thank you very much for talking about the 2021 Super Run, which will go from September 17th, 18th, and 19th at the Casablanca and Virgin River Hotel and Casino. So, Christian, thank you for coming on the show and informing our listeners of this event.
Thanks, Coach.